0: It's time for Chewing the Fat with Rex and Paul, a regular feature on Radio Cals. That's Rex Nelson, who is senior editor and columnist for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and who writes the food blog Southern Fried, and Paul Austin, who is the executive director of the Arkansas Humanities Council, talking about Arkansas food, festivals, and folks. So I went down there and then worked my way down to Calico Rock, again another interesting little arkansas town really is. and paul uh, people say well you've eaten everywhere you've stayed everywhere no i hadn't i've still got a lot of arkansas to discover we have not stayed at the riverview hotel oh, in, in calico, calico Rock, Rock which was the old railroad hotel again built on, on the baby stone it? in the 1920s and still operates still operates got Seven a great rooms, museum I mean. there yep yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Calico Rock Museum, I think it is. Uh, but we've got
0: to stay at the Riverview sometime.
1: Well, that's, that's, that'd that be a great trip. Yeah. Uh, and what is that?
0: Probably 20 miles from Mountain View, maybe? Uh, well, I was going to say, then I worked my way down the river, uh, and just outside of Mountain View there at Sillamore. Of course, I mentioned I'd had breakfast at Gaston's, but you know all this reading historical markers. You get a little <laughs> hungry, of course, so I, yeah. I stopped again at Angler's Resort right oh, there yeah. where <laughs> yeah. Sillamore Creek yeah. runs into the... White River and uh, had had catfish for Sunday lunch there.
1: Well, it sounded like a tough another tough weekend.
0: And well, I, I wasn't through yet. Then I, then I, uh, uh, this same trip it makes somebody a really good road trip. Then I walked, worked my way into downtown Mountain View, and there, of course, I knew about Saturday nights there, but there were three or four jam sessions going on on Sunday afternoon. No kidding, and a lot of people sitting around listening to music there.
1: I saw a photograph of the folk festival so late 60s maybe mm-hmm. and if you remember a lot
0: of old hippies it was uh, it was <laughs> it was Woodstock
1: right it right started as a Woodstock thing yep. absolutely motorcycles yep. and uh, it's different now mm-hmm. and I'm not sure exactly uh, how that transition happened but it 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 started out as as a, as a reaction to Woodstock. Oh, yeah. Trying to recreate the Woodstock, and the people would stay
0: there all week. And... Well, Mountain View is still a very neat place. And, again, there's some bed and breakfasts downtown where you can just walk to the venues there. So, And then I went on down to Heber Springs, and I— and I crossed Greer's Ferry Dam and got out on the JFK Overlook, yeah. which, of course, one of his last public events. Yeah. October, I October think. October of 1963, when he dedicated, uh, of course, assassinated in November of 63 in Dallas. But uh, they've got a bust of JFK there at the Overlook and also one of Wilbur Mills, who was key in getting the money sure. to build Greer's Ferry at that time. So in one afternoon, I crossed Bullshows Dam, Norfolk Dam, and Greer's Ferry <laughs> Dam, all in the same <laughs> afternoon. Three of the great dams in Arkansas. Yeah, if really, you will. yeah really. Yeah, really are. Well, I
1: was able to go to Fordyce during this same time, Rex. That's so, right.
0: You left a day early from
1: Northeast Arkansas. Went to the uh, opening of the Hometown Teams exhibit, which is the Smithsonian exhibit that is starting at uh, the Dallas County Museum in Fordyce. And they, it was unbelievable, the crowd. They had parades with floats and bands and class reunions and had a uh, carnival there and more food. than you They had a, a steak cook-off. Maybe they're trying to compete with uh, oh, yeah. Magnolia. And unbelievable.
0: And saw you saw my friend Agnes win, Phillips, and the colonel.
1: And the colonel. And we had a reception at their house that morning, and, and the parade went right by their house. It was a. Uh, I was blown away. And the exhibit is in the Sports Hall of Fame annex to mm-hmm. the museum. Great. And it's local a wonderful museum. exhibit. And then the local museums do uh some um exhibitory based on local sports history. And of course, Fordyce is rich in sports history with uh, Bear Bryant and of course the Nutt brothers are all there and uh there there appeared to be now I, I don't know whether it's a real movement yet, but there appeared to be a a, a movement to revive uh, Coast uh, Houstondale Nut. And we think that may be something that may <laughs> well, be that
0: family roots down there, but I don't think you're going to get far with that effort. Maybe oh, not. Maybe I know you've not. been trying for years. <laughs> Just don't think you're going to get far. Maybe in Fordyce.
1: Rex, but- this exhibit, you know, when we agreed to do it with the Smithsonian, we're, we'll have it at six locations around Arkansas. And I thought, well, we can do that. Humanities Council, we've got exhibits. We, uh-huh. They're in the basement of this wonderful facility here, and we ship them out to UPS, and Robin and I go down there. and It's easy. Well, this thing is 22 cases from 250 wow. to 300 pounds each. Oh, my God! It's unbelievable. It takes an engineer to unpack them and put it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it really is fantastic. And the reception of the town to be able to talk about their local sports history and I was amazed at how many um, young kids were involved. Created mm-hmm. little That's mini good. exhibits talking about their parents and grandparents and the sports history. It was really just a wonderful thing. And one of the cutest things I saw was they sort of had a carnival thing there with some rides. And one of the trucks that that uh, I guess carries the carnival stuff, and it might have been the I'm not sure what was going on, but anyway, there was a drawing of a I would describe a scantily clad woman, mm-hmm. and I assume it was scanned and because obviously someone <laughs> local had taken a piece of cardboard and taped across <laughs> their uh, the front of her uh, body, so <laughs> whatever it was uh, was not appropriate yeah. for four dice. I yeah. thought, great, I love it. Grant County has some standards
0: after all. Well, I mentioned Mrs. Agnes Win phillips The Wynn family, of course, very prominent uh brothers, and then their sons went to Harvard Law and right. uh, practiced law, and uh, just a long tradition. But uh, uh, she's married to retired Colonel Phillips, um, uh, that's referred to locally just as the Colonel, as, the as, Colonel as, right. as, as we said. By the way, I'm a Kentucky Colonel. Will you start referring to me as the Colonel? Uh, Car- I'm, yes. Uh, I'm reaching that age. I kind of well, need a moniker. That's a very good uh, idea. Okay.
1: Now, you know, one of my uh, old using running the buddies back home was Jerry Ray Phillips who was a basketball uh, referee, but he was also an auctioneer. So he was Colonel. Oh,
0: yeah, a lot of auctioneers go by Colonel.
1: Colonel Jerry Ray. Jerry Ray, not Phillips Foley. Jerry Ray Foley. And uh, so, yeah, so you're in good company. You and Jerry Ray would be perfect.
0: Yeah, now, <laughs> now I'm, I'm not an auctioneer. Now I do have an old college buddy, uh, Cool J. Atkins, who is a local auctioneer here. Cool J. But, now, uh, was
1: that his given name, or that's there... what we called him in I college? Okay. Now
0: he's probably Colonel Jay Atkins, but <laughs> uh, he's an auctioneer. But I maybe the Kentucky Colonel thing. I think will that would work. Yeah, qualify yeah. me. But the Phillips live in the old Wynn family home. And I think you watched the parade from their porch. From their porch, yeah. They operated it, and then they became a little older and didn't want to do it anymore as a bed and breakfast for a number of years. But uh, back in 2011, even though they were no longer operating the bed and breakfast, they put me up there. Great old house. uh, Because a guy named Ken Gaddy, who runs the Paul Bear Bryant Museum on the University of Alabama campus Mm -hmm. in Tuscaloosa, was bringing – a Bear Bryant bus that is now in the Sports Annex and presenting it uh, during yeah. the annual festival yeah. that spring. And they had produced one uh, kind of as a model, but it still looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then they produced the one that's actually at the Bear Bryant Museum. So he had this extra one. And how neat that he decided to give it to Fordyce. So he drove that thing all the way from, from uh, Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, yeah. to present it, and I well, happened to of be course, there that uh, weekend.
1: Well, Larry Lacewell... Mm-hmm. Uh, the All American Redheads. The- oh, they've
0: got a Dallas County Sports Hall of Fame, yeah. actually, and I that's where been, the exhibit is located. Even seen there, their banquet before. it's a wonderful yeah.
1: place. I'm. Uh, they've set the bar very high for the other locations. It's going to Blyville next, I believe, at the Gateway Delta Gateway Museum. I mm-hmm. think it is. Then uh, the museum at Wynn, and then um, at the Delta Cultural Center. In Helena. And in Helena. And it will be at uh Washita Baptist during the time of the Battle of the Ravine.
0: Now how neat is that? So that's gonna that. be a very cool. Yeah, I know and you it, planned it that way. perfectly. That, that yes, is just perfect. Absolutely. One of the great sports events in America, and you're gonna have the exhibit there. And we're gonna
1: period. we gave each of these sites three thousand dollar grant to do local programming, so this is just gonna be a no brainer. Now there may be some uh, tension between the Henderson and Washita <laughs> people as to how exactly the exhibit uh, what it includes. So yeah. we may have to. That may There's be a always road. tension
0: between the Henderson I and Weistop people. I want you to know that.
1: Well, I wish <laughs> I could remember the folks' name, but I'm not going to remember them. But they were an older couple, and he was a retired radio man. And I think they were from Arkadelphia, but he had spent most of his career in, in Fordyce. But uh, he and his Paul wife. coach? It may have been.
0: Paul Coates is old radio guy. May have been. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so I told them what the events were, and she said, oh, that's great. That'll be wonderful. And she said, now, where will the exhibit be? I said, well, it'll be on the campus at Washington. She said, oh.
0: (laughs) She was already, obviously. Obviously already. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Well, we'll try to be nice and invite them over at least to see the exhibit. And it will
1: close at uh, the um, museum in Batesville. Mm, And they have already started – doing local exhibits already which in is at
0: like in the old crest store downtown yeah
1: well yeah. it's the uh what is the name of the old independence museum it's in the old oh, armory in Blyville. Yeah, B- 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 yeah. no, no no no
0: no it is downtown yeah, yeah. in the in yeah, the, the great museum i'm great sorry museum, I yeah. Yeah. and Blyville's going
1: to be um uh they've got a huge space is it uh, in the museum there? Yes, it's in which the museum. is in the
0: old 5 and 10 That's downtown right right yeah. on right on main street mm-hmm. Uh, but Down to see from that these, bookstore. Oh, it is true.
1: Yeah. To see these uh, local communities really get involved with their sports history and culture is uh, just really exciting. I'm hoping, you know, I'll be emceeing the Sloan Hendricks alumni banquet this year. Don't cry. Well, I'll like try. Like you did not at graduation. That yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm kind of thinking maybe a, I'm a sl- proud graduate. <laughs> Sloan Hendrix uh, athletic hall of fame. I don't think there's any doubt about
0: that. Are you looking to put yourself in for scoring a goal for the other team? Two points for the other
1: team, and we yeah. won
0: the game. Uh, <laughs> so now to think about it, maybe not such a good idea. Do you know? I you may have studied these two. They came out with the new Arkansas Activities Association recently. The new reclassifications. Mm-hmm. Sloan Hendricks is the third largest school in the state without football. Actually, well, I keep. Valley asking View people. is a little larger even where they really love their basketball yep. and I, and I can assure you they're going to do nothing at Valley to water down basketball. Right, right. <laughs> well, Sloan Hendricks may be the same I way. keep
1: asking people and they nobody's committing. I'm sure they're afraid of the money, but uh-huh. you know they 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 last played football at Sloan Hendricks in fifty one, nineteen fifty one. 1951. Wow. Uh-huh. And uh
0: but did have a football had tradition. Had a football tradition
1: the from the very beginning, establishing of the school, all the way up. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it'd be interesting to see if they would uh, ever ever bring that back. I hadn't seen that statistic, though. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what we need. I've always thought they should have had, and I think they do have track and field now. But, yeah. but you know, a lot of those hill towns couldn't afford football, had basketball, but they could have had track.
0: Exactly. Uh,
1: maybe cricket though Uh that could have been another thing i think cricket in the hills would be a a movement maybe we need to start that effort rex
0: you know back to fordice again i wish that they had some marketing money to actually advertise in alabama because i know how crazy university of alabama football fans are and there would be people that would make the pilgrimage, I guarantee you, I guarantee to guarantee Fordyce, you Arkansas, would. if they knew there was something to do when they got
1: there. When we started planning for this uh, Smithsonian exhibit, uh, we had a historian come in, and he was a sports historian,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he was from Alabama. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, if y'all have T-shirts from Fordyce with Bear Bryant's picture on it, guess what,
0: I can sell all you all can make. All the state, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah, well, I'm I think saying. if they would do a marketing campaign in the state of Alabama— uh, again, people would come. Yeah. Uh, I grew up, uh, I've told you before, uh, Arkansas, of course, was my Southwest Conference team, but I was a huge Alabama fan, my Southeastern Conference team. It's such a small world because one of my dad's teammates at Washita back in the 1940s was a guy named Sam Bailey, who became Coach Bryant's right-hand man for many years. So due to that connection, he would send me Alabama stuff and – uh Sam Bailey was from South Arkansas. He played his first two years at what is now Southern Arkansas University. Uh It was a junior college at the time, though, the old Magnolia A&M at the time. So he transferred and played his junior and senior year with my father there at Washita, who played all four of his years of football there, but became a huge Alabama fan. And when Bear Bryant in 1981 broke Amos Alonzo Stagg's record to win number 315, and at the time become the winningest major college coach in history, I actually drove all night to Birmingham to watch the Iron Bowl. It was in the Iron Bowl, fittingly enough, against yeah. Auburn, back when they played it at Old Legion Field, and um, and of course. Uh, Alabama wins. Bear Bryant uh, sets the record. I still have the program from that. I still have uh, all the press guides. I have saved everything from that. I was the sports editor of the Little Arkadelphia Daily Siftings Herald. And speaking of Fordyce, here was the angle I used. Now, in those days, Auburn and Alabama would split responsibilities. It would be considered Auburn's home game one year, Alabama's home game the next year, even though it was always at Legion Field in those days. Now it's back on campus in Birmingham. Well, it was Auburn's home game that year. So I had to go through the then Auburn Sports Information Director, David Housel. And uh, this was before email, of course. So I wrote him an actual letter. We sound like an old man now. We used snail mail in those days. (laughs) But wrote him a letter, and the angle I used, Paul, was – I am the closest daily newspaper. Now, Fordyce has the news advocate, but it was a weekly. weekly. I'm the closest daily newspaper to Fordyce and want to see Coach Bryant set this record. David Housel writes me a letter back and said, look, I've got press coming from all over the world. I've got people sitting in the stands. Uh, I just They're coming from all over. But I was so taken by the angle you used, the Fordyce angle, that I will have you in the main press box. That is a true story. So uh, here I am, uh, 22 years old at the time, sitting in the main box with the New York Times and the Washington Post, and there's the Arkadelphia Daily Siftings Herald for that game. It was a very memorable weekend for me. Now, Rex, you know, this is, we spent quite some time
1: talking about sports. I'm not sure we couldn't get press credentials. As, uh, for uh, chewing, your, the, chewing fat. the fat, yeah. Get the press box for the hog game, maybe here or
0: yeah, Cardinals.
1: Yeah. I mean, absolutely, there's a, a real Arkansas connection with the Cardinals. Yeah. We, Ab- absolutely. I think I think we need to work on that. I'll get with uh, David Strickland, Doctor Strickland, of course, who. Essentially, runs everything here. But, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and, and controls all, the budget most important, almost all the huge
0: budget. Because we them. we need some travel money, obviously, if we're going <laughs> to start doing these things. <laughs> <That's> exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I li- I like that idea, but no, that Bear Bright connection is is just a really good one, and I hope Fordyce can find some way. I, I don't know if there's a benefactor who grew up there, what, but I just I, I just think a marketing campaign in Alabama would bring a lot more people. Than you could even believe. Right. And it's feet, easier to get there now. Yeah. I mean, Nick Saban obviously is the king of college football right now. But Bear Bryant's immortal. Listen yeah. He's oh, a yeah. saint yeah. among Alabama oh, fans yeah. In, yeah. The, in the state of Alabama. And here he is, an Arkansas boy.
1: Well, I was a little sad uh, at Fort Fordyce because I couldn't go to Box Bakery. Oh. Another one I do of miss those that place. Great places that we've lost. Yeah. And I, uh, uh, speaking of great places that we hope we're not going to lose, I was. Uh, was it last week or two weeks ago, we had the Arkansas Literary Festival, Mm -hmm. and I had to moderate the session uh, a gentleman from the Smithsonian that has a book of, I think it's Sacred Objects or something like that. Anyway, when we got through, I took that evening, he and I along with uh, our uh, strategic planning consultant from Richmond, Virginia, and I took him to Lassus Inn on a Saturday night, which was at, Great experience for them, and we just ate buffalo ribs and fried okra and, and visited with Mr. Washington. and I went back and stuck my head in. Oh, that in, sounds great! Said, Hey, uh, how's that Hall of Fame going? And he we kidded around. And Did we, he have his plate up? Oh, the yeah. oh, absolutely. Oh, okay,
0: good. I've been since when the ceremony. waitress came
1: out, you know, the one that's always there, she said. I wish you wouldn't bring that up. That's all he's going to talk about now. Every <laughs> time somebody brings it up, we have to listen.
0: To he was one of the first three restaurants inducted yeah. into yeah. the Arkansas Food yeah. Hall of Fame. But our
1: folks from back east were impressed with their first experience with Did buffalo they like ribs. they Oh, yeah. Well, good. Yeah, we just had a great time. Had good. okra and fried okra. It was fantastic.
0: Now, they they were thinking of four-legged buffalo. Of course, bison. When you first took uh, bison, them over. Yeah, yeah, not sure. a fish.
1: Not a fish. And I tried to explain to them. They were still
0: like, what is this? <laughs> Trust me,
1: it's good. Well, I was, was
0: on a panel at the uh, Literary Festival. I, I happened to be promoting a book called Southern Fried oh, I by see. Rex Nelson. You know, and and who, and published, I had. who published it's a, that? The fine folks here at Butler Center Books. i be sure. uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Thanks to them. You know, they know a budding, writing, uh, rising <laughs> writing star when they see one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rod Lorenzen has long had an eye for literary talent. Of course. So they yeah. decided to publish this book by this Nelson fellow, and so I was... <laughs> promoting it it's available widely for $25 I see. by the way yeah, yeah. but i was on the panel uh with who moderated the lady, your session with the la- greg henderson who does the rock city eats yeah. website yeah. but i was on the panel by the lady from greenville mississippi Mm-hmm. Got all of her contact information, Paul. She wants us to come over. I told her we would. We were, we're just going to schedule <laughs> it. Who started the annual Tamale Festival in oh, Greenville? Oh my goodness! And yes. has written a book now on Delta Tamales. Mm. And uh, it's not all Mississippi because Miss Rhoda is in there, of course, from Lake Village. Yep. She is in the book. But she didn't go far enough north. Pasquale's is not in there. So oh, we've really? got to get her up sometime uh, Yeah, second edition. try out Joe St. Columbia's yeah, tamales up absolutely. at Helena also. And have breakfast
1: at uh, Lackey's in Newport. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. But she was, she was wonderful. She she's was really Greenville. funny. I, and so now yet another road trip. We've got to get over to Greenville, Mississippi. She's going to take us to some places over there. My problem with their festival is, is that it's always on a Saturday in the fall, and I'm broadcasting football every Saturday in the fall. Well, Rex,
1: the latest um, edition uh, podcast of Gravy, which is the Southern Mm -hmm. Foodways Alliance.
0: Southern Foodways Alliance from Ole Miss.
1: Uh, Maybe not the latest, but one of the last uh, couple of them is about the the festival in in Greenville that's called uh, the the deli or the delicatessen. Anyways, the Jewish community has a big fundraiser wow. with uh, pastrami sandwiches and, and it's just sounds wonderful. So we could do it at that time, whenever mm-hmm. that is and have uh, pastrami and, uh, and so, and uh, tamales. Sounds great. Well, and
0: steaks but, at those. Yeah. The synagogue is still active there in Greenville. Most of the small towns have closed in the Delta as the era of the Delta Jew kind of comes to an end, but you know, Helena is now a part of the Delta right. Cultural Center that yep. you mentioned, Bethel there, Pine Bluff shut down. But Greenville, a lot of those people from that area uh, that are still there still drive to Greenville. And, of course, you've got that wonderful old street uh, with, with the big churches on it. And a couple of years ago as we came back, Paul, um, uh, we, we stopped there and we went by the synagogue. We went by the Catholic uh, church right. there. But our favorite was they were having a big, and you could tell it was Delta royalty because they yes. were dressed up, but a big wedding there at the First Baptist Church, and we caught the groomsman. Yes. Of course, you couldn't have it inside a Baptist church, right. but... I think they were sneaking out to their trucks for a little nip. Don't there was you? some
1: imbibing
0: going on. I think <laughs> <laughs> someone had they turned, were in their tuxedos. But yeah. as we walked the street, we we witnessed this scene. I, I think someone colorful. had turned water into wine. Shall we say <laughs> <and> there? <they> <laughs> It was classic,
1: but you're right, Rex. I guess a,
0: it was between the wedding and the reception, I and think they were it taking was, a little yeah. break back out at their yeah. trucks, yeah. having yeah. a
1: smoke. <laughs> That's a beautiful street, though. Oh, it really and actually is. Actually, there are two streets,
0: uh-huh. side by side, that are just
1: downtown. huge, wide boulevards. Oh yeah, when,
0: when Greenville was one of the beautiful places. Now, there is an entrepreneur over there who is rebuilding some of those uh, buildings and will soon be opening a small downtown hotel there. Oh, That really? I've been reading about. So uh, have some lofts. And, Things are uh, happening. So we yeah. we will have to we'll have to try that out.
1: Well, i um, I wanted to mention to you, um, you know, some people have indicated to me, Rex, that maybe we tend to be a bit snooty in our in our food uh, uh, desires that we have standards that are just unreasonable. And I was thinking what I did this weekend that maybe I could uh, dissuade them from thinking that. So I did the Mississippi roast. Mm -hmm. which, you know, is the crock pot with a stick of butter, a package of all-juice powder, and a package of ranch mix powder. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Put it in there for seven hours, and I'm telling you what, you should just eat forever. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Then I did Sloppy Joe's. I wanted to make my own Sloppy Joe's. That was fantastic. Had strawberries that Jan got at uh, Ball Knob when she met my, sister and brother-in-law to pick up journal uh, copies of the M. Bowden journal for the board meeting. So we had fresh strawberries and then topped mm. it off. I, I went to the store to buy all those provisions. And, you know, Rex, I'm a weak person. I, I have desires and I'm, I often <laughs> can't resist them. So I did all of this. Fancy cooking, kind of, sort of. and But I bought a, a big box of uh, Little Debbie's oatmeal
0: pies, cream pies.
1: <laughs> bought them on Thursday. They were gone by Saturday.
0: Well, they're made in Arkansas. They're That's a good make... Arkansas product. And Up I was thinking, North... you know what? These West are Arkansas. really good. Gentry, right? I've toured the plant. Yeah, in my gentry. political days. Yeah,
1: Little Debbie's. I remember when Josh was first trip to the dentist. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Jolly said, now, Josh, uh, your teeth are kind of soft. You need to be careful. Brush and and floss, but you really need to not eat so much sweets. And Josh looked at me and said, can I still have my Little Debbies? <laughs> <laughs> so that may have been, uh, maybe I'm to blame for that. But that's well, not
0: a snooty food weekend. Sloppy Joe's, crockpot beef, and Little Debbies. Well, you mentioned those strawberries. Um, I am speaking on Friday to the Kiwanis Club in Batesville mm-hmm. at... Um, at the old um, Kelly's there in Batesville, <laughs> yes. which is a still a hangout. It's moved out to the Ramada Inn now, by the way. Right. It's oh, a different really? location. Towards uh, Cave City. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I, I, I'll i be speaking there. But even though they're feeding me lunch, it's a Friday afternoon. Yeah, you oh, got to yeah. splurge a little. Yeah, you, definitely. you know where I'm going to have to I dessert, know where you're right? going, yeah. I feel the, – uh, There's a stop at the Bulldog coming on Bull, in Baldau for a strawberry shortcake on Friday afternoon. Got to. Now, you were mentioning these foodstuffs and uh, – we will be making our annual trip soon in June over to Mississippi for our Delta Council meeting. It's
1: important that we stay up on the gives agriculture you an excuse to pull
0: and, your seersucker out, <laughs> exactly, right, for right, the day. Exactly, yeah. The, the but I also, once a year, I have to stock up because that, in that gift shop in downtown Greenwood, you remember, is where I buy my Mississippi comeback sauce, mm-hmm. my Ramelade sauce, and my Lusco special sauce. And I'm, I'm out of sauces. I time it to about a year, so it's it's time to go get my sauces.
1: Rex, I'm out of uh, um, what? What is my, our, our barbecue joint in uh, in in uh, Blyville, uh, The Dixie, Dixie Pig. pig. I love it. I'm sauce. out of it. Wow. So we've got we've got to do that. So we've got to, We're going to have a busy summer. We've got the Peach Festivals, mm-hmm. Purple Hall Pea Festival. Festival. Our Delta Council, so we can maintain our agriculture connection. Yeah, and other other now things. that you're and in both banking, watermelon festivals. Both watermelon. It, different weekends this huge. year. huge. Yeah. So, so we've, we've got
0: to get to the and, watermelon And
1: uh, the festivals. Peach Festival will include um, the Burger Challenge at Oark and Catalpa. Probably it, and won't be may, able to walk across the bridge. I was
0: going to say, maybe a moment of silence as we near the end of the show and that the footbridge that we described <laughs> in length – Uh, that we almost collapsed it after eating two big burgers, uh, did actually go down in the recent flood. Uh, That's just north of Oark, between Oark and Catawba. Right, and the guy that's rebuilt it twice as a volunteer. (laughs) He sounded like you're getting a little tired of the the newspaper story. But he did comment
1: that maybe there was too much sag, and I thought, well, I would agree with that.
0: (laughs) It was a little scary.
1: You're 20 and 30 feet above the river, so that baby was When it's low, yeah.
0: Yeah, to wash that bridge to away. To wash that bridge away. And there's like online that. video of it. Yeah. You can watch it wash away, actually. Yeah. But the thing is that there is a family over there that during the dry season, they just drive across the across rocks of the river to the get mulberry to their place. Yeah. But when the mulberry is up, they depend on that bridge. She works at the OARC <laughs> store, and somebody's <laughs> given her a house for a couple of months because yeah. Yeah. she can't get home.
1: Can't get home, yeah. No. The bridge has gone on. Yeah. The bridge is washed out. <laughs> it's like No, this is not nineteen thirties. This is twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. So I I would but, think one of the things that one would want to sort of research before one bought a, a house would be how you could get to it. Mm-hmm. And I think driving across the river might I don't know, might be a negative. I <laughs> just think. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and it was
0: again it's summer when they have the Peach Festival and the uh, the summer. The frost didn't uh, get the peaches. The evidently. summer is usually, I was going to say, the water is usually low then, so it's no problem for them to drive across. And that is the great news. We had worried about that late frost, but I just noticed a few days ago, I checked it, the Peach Picking Paradise Facebook page <laughs> out of Clarksville, and they had photos of the peaches on the trees. Well, so this time we're going to get They will get be out. ready by next month.
1: This time I want to get out in the, in, in the orchard yeah. and actually pick. Oh
0: yeah, different uh, varieties. I oh think, yeah, we'll we'll set aside it. time to yeah. do that this yeah. year. Now, are you going to try to insist, though, this year that we just stop for one burger? Uh, uh, no, you, I'm are committed. Are you up to the challenge?
1: I, I'm committed to uh, <laughs> to both burgers at both Hoark uh, and Katapa stores. Maybe Northern I will. I think I may eschew the fries. Okay. Maybe that was the problem. Okay. Plus, we had had. Uh, fried pies. At oh yeah, yeah we, This time we, we won't started. eat
0: the fried pies. We'll take them home. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, those were good fried pies, though weren't? they? Oh, absolutely, they? they were.
1: Yeah. So that's. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it.
0: <laughs> they were good pies. <laughs> and I, I finally, I had bought both peach jelly and peach jam from. Uh, I want to say there were Mennonites that were selling them yes. there at the peach festival. Right, they were. But they were from local peaches, and I just finished recently all those jars from there. So again, it's getting it's that getting time, time to yeah. stock up on yeah. all the summer goodies that we have. Yeah. We have so many great food festivals around Arkansas.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to the Purple Hull. I kind of know what's
0: coming now. I'll
1: be able to. Now you of-
0: provided sound for this show. Now, <laughs> are you going to shoot video this year? We may have to put have online? video. Yeah. yeah. Well, of I was the, uh, of the World Championship Motorized Tiller Races. I was now, visiting
1: with Nate Colter. You know who's the director of the Central Arkansas Library System. And he felt like there was plenty of money in the budget for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, good. And he's going to get with uh, Dr. Strickland uh-huh. make sure that that's uh, that, that the proper Maybe planning. Maybe a professional
0: video team meet us down there then. I
1: think can... they're on sound truck, video truck, all of that. That way we can sort of rest when it gets too mm-hmm. hot and have
0: an air-conditioned place. I was going to say, and and well, due to my very strong south arkansas connections paul i do have connections as you know and i'm sure we can get invited into the big rv there that serves as the headquarters to cool off a little bit and use the restroom there in the rv Uh, it was only about 110 110 hear, now. when we were there. Now, do we we know? watched the Texarkana Gazette photographer almost pass out. <laughs> do we know who the grand marshal
1: of the p raid is this time? I'm or? not sure. They may not have announced that yet.
0: I am not sure you who know. the grand marshal of the p raid is. You know,
1: it could be maybe uh, uh maybe we could be the the double grand marshals of that. Of course, yeah. we'd
0: have to ride in the p raid That would be cut into our eating time. You know, I don't want to finish saying we recently lost one of our real Arkansas characters, and that was former Congressman Jay Dickey. You know, and yeah. I was doing a little television bit uh, a few weeks ago talking about uh, Congressman Dickey. And Richard Bearden, who had been his top staff assistant, told a great story one year. It was a campaign year and said so they had events scheduled all day. And they were scheduled to be in that Purple Hall P parade. And they were running late getting there. And they were running late to the next event. So they pulled in at the back of the parade. They went the parade route and just kept going. <laughs> I never stopped to say hi to idiots. I thought, only Jay Dickey. Yeah. Well, but they did make it through the parade. But they didn't talk to anybody before. They didn't talk to anybody after. They just kept love going.
1: It. <laughs> well, now, this year, Rex, we've talked about maybe trying to temper ourselves a little bit and actually, instead of going to Garland for catfish, going into Texarkana for cattlemen and get the mixed plate. Yes. Which, of course, is calf fries and turkey fries.
0: Right. And in the restaurant rest in peace category, uh, still saddened, end of April, last day of April was the last day of Bryce's Cafeteria after 86 years in Texarkana. Yeah. Going to miss that place. That's uh, that's a big loss. Yeah. All right. You may be hungry now. I've got to go eat. Let's go have lunch. All right. Good. That's Chewing the Fat with Rex and Paul, a regular feature on Radio Cal's, with Rex Nelson, senior editor and columnist for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and the writer of the food blog, Southern Fried, and Paul Austin, executive director of the Arkansas Humanities Council. Thanks, Rex and Paul.
1: Chewing the Fat is a production of the Central Arkansas Library System and its Arkansas History Department, the Butler Center for Arkansas Studies. For more information, visit cows.org and butlercenter.org. Our producer is Glenn Whaley, and our production manager is Brett Ratliff. Our executive producers are Leanne Blackwell-Hoskin and David Strickland. Thanks for listening.